Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Wa bihi nasta'in. Was salatu was salamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala ahli baytihi at-tayyibin at-tahirin. In this blessed month of Ramadan, we spend a great deal of our days and of our nights in acts of worship and in ritual, the recitation of the whole Qur'an, and demonstrating our dedication to God by means of fasting from before dawn until dusk. And as much as we spend these days and these nights in an effort towards seeking closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we're taught within Islamic tradition that amongst the greatest means towards seeking closeness to God is by means of demonstrating our love and our loyalty and support toward God's greatest creation, the Holy Prophet sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa alihi wasallam. And when we come during this month of Ramadan toward understanding what are our responsibilities toward the Holy Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa ala, in reality we want to be a people who mirror our images and our character and our worship and our rituals all after the Holy Prophet Scholars of Islamic law, when they speak about the laws of fasting or the laws of prayers, or the rites and rituals that we need to perform and their legalities, the obligations and that which is forbidden, many times people they get caught up in all of the rhetoric and the semantics and they wonder why so much complication when it comes to Islamic law. But in reality, what the scholar of law desires to do is to make sure that we are practicing in a way that resembles that of the Holy Prophet Muhammad In other words, when it comes toward the laws of fasting during the holy month of Ramadan, at the end of the day what I aspire to do is that I aspire to fast in the same mode as the Holy Prophet peace be upon him did. And my prayers from the Qiyam to the Ruku to the Sujood to the Tashahud to the Salam, every single one of those aspects of the prayer is supposed to mirror the way that the Holy Prophet ﷺ would pray. And thus during this holy month of Ramadan, in the same way that we put effort toward performing recommended acts of prayer, in the same way that we dedicate ourselves in an act of fasting, in the same way that we give in charity, in the same way that we're reading and reflecting upon the whole Qur'an, it's important to understand that the means toward getting closer toward God is also by working to building out a relationship with the Holy Prophet And what does that exactly inquire? What we need to do in order to be a people who are really building out this relationship of the Prophet is to make sure, for instance, that we're reading his words. The Prophet, peace be upon him, have left behind such incredible wisdoms and insights about life and about morality and about virtue. And it's so incredibly easy to access the ahadith of the Prophet, peace be upon him, وسلم, literally from the fingertips of our own mobile phones. Furthermore, during these days, in the same way that we're spending time toward reading the whole Qur'an, when you're on the train, on the bus, commuting to, from work, make sure that you do your best toward reading about the life of the Holy Prophet So much of Islamic tradition is dedicated toward seeking out the seerah of the Prophet, toward reading about his life, toward understanding certain anecdotes within his life from the earlier days in Mecca toward the latter days in the holy city of Medina. 
And the 10th of this blessed month of Shah Ramadan marks the passing of one of the wives of the Prophet without a doubt his most beloved wife, and that was Lady Khadija, peace be upon her. And in fact, we see numerous traditions that have reached the level perhaps of mutawatir, meaning they're absolutely impossible to reject the reliability, speak to the fact that Lady Khadija is amongst the four women of paradise. Amongst her, according to the tradition of the Holy Prophet, there is Mary, the mother of Jesus, Asiya, the patient wife of the Pharaoh, Khadija herself, and fourthly, the daughter of the Prophet, and the wife of Ali ibn Abi Talib, Lady Fatima, Az-Zahra, And when we come toward understanding this incredible personality and how she became the most beloved of the Prophet it was because of her dedication to him. And in these days, 1400 years after the passing of the Prophet, peace be upon him and his family, it's important for us to also understand how we can take lessons from those who gave out of themselves to the Prophet. In a way that during this month of Ramadan, we can really come and take a look at our own actions and think and wonder, what are some things that I can do toward really building that relationship with my Prophet during this month of Ramadan? Because at the end of the day, he's the means by which I get closer toward God. And when we come and take a look at the life of Lady Khadija, we see that she offered three incredibly important qualities out of herself to the Prophet And not only from her can we learn about what it means to give to the Prophet, but in reality from Lady Khadija, peace be upon her, we learn what it means to give to humanity. Traditions they come and historians they write that when the Prophet ﷺ received revelation in the Mount of Hurra on that particular day when he was told to read, read in the name of the Lord, it is said that the mission of the Holy Prophet ﷺ began. And thus he left the mountain and he went straight toward the house of Khadija. And when he entered into the house of Lady Khadija she saw what sort of burden that the Holy Prophet Muhammad saw in front of him. And thus she was there to offer a source of solace and consolation toward the Prophet. In a demonstration by telling him, O Muhammad, that know that I'm going to be with you side by side in the entirety of the mission in every way and in every possible means that I can. From this particular act of generosity, of her character, of Lady Khadija to the Holy Prophet Muhammad we learn a couple of things. The first thing that we learn is that she was the most staunchest and first of the followers of the Prophet and when everyone else rejected him, he was, she was there standing by his side. The second thing that we can learn that's really not anything historical is the fact that sometimes even the greatest of God's creations, they need those around them to help them get through a difficult task. When you see people in your own community, your own family member, individuals who are looking to attain success, either it being success in this world or in the next, 
know that we have to be a people who offer a sense of support and consolation to those who might be looking for it, but they might not know that they are looking for it. So when someone is going through a difficulty, when you see someone going through any sort of burden, going through any sort of trial and tribulation, sometimes even saying a nice word has the opportunity for them to transcend out of their difficulty and again recentering themselves and seeking closeness toward God and fulfilling the task of whatever it is that they're desiring to fulfill. The Holy Prophet ﷺ perhaps was not going to be able to really transcend that difficulty in that particular time if it were not for the words and the consolation and the solace and the support of his blessed wife Khadija Thus the famous historians, they write that the religion of Islam was not spread without the wealth of Khadija, would not have been successful without the wealth of Khadija and the sword of his cousin Ali ibn Abi Talib. Thus the first thing that we see in regards toward her incredible quality on an eve and on a day like this in which we mark the tragedy of her death on the 10th of the blessed month of Shah Ramadan is that she was there to offer support and thus we need to seek out where we can utilize our words and our solace and our comfort in giving out of ourselves to people, to our community, to our family that is around us on a day-to-day basis. The second thing that we learn from the Holy wife of the Prophet of God وسلم, is her incredible sacrifice. Her sacrifice is well documented when it comes toward her wealth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in chapter 93 verse number 8 states, وَوَجَدَكَ آئِلًا فَأَغْنَى That we found you, O Messenger of God, in a state of poverty and we made you wealthy. And exegetes of the Holy Quran, they speak that the Holy Prophet was made wealthy by the agent of Lady Khadija and that God chose her to be the means by which he allowed for the religion of Islam to be successful in amongst its most delicate stages in the early years of the message of the Prophet And numerous traditions speak exactly to how Lady Khadija gave out of her wealth and how much wealth that she had and how she earned all of that wealth. But that's for another discussion perhaps on another day. What we learn in the incredible sacrifice of the wealth of Khadija is that she realized that she can make a difference in the community of the early Muslims by giving out of the resources that she had. It's important these days that we take a look at our own selves, take a look at the wealth that we have or the skills that we have. Some people, they can give out of their wealth towards supporting people who are impoverished, who are marginalized, who are isolated all across the world. And we see rampant poverty in the Muslim world almost in every single corner and in every single pocket. From the lesson of Lady Khadija we learn again how to be the beloved of the Prophet She gave out of her wealth to the extent where she was the most wealthiest of the women of Mecca and at the end of the day in the valley of Abu Talib when everyone had boycotted the Prophet and the early Muslims. It is said that Lady Khadija would eat the leaves from the palm trees in order to sustain herself because she had given out everything in the way of the Prophet of God. But not everyone of us can give out of our own wealth. We need to think about what sort of other things that we can put forth in the support of humanity in the way that God so desperately wants us to do and wants us to be. 
If you can give your wealth, you give your wealth. If you can speak out with your tongue, then you speak out with your tongue. If you can write, then you write. We all have a niche. We all have a role to play in terms of the betterment of community and in terms of the betterment of humanity. It's not my decision to determine how you're going to live your life, but I need to be in a state of real introspection and reflection during these days and nights, specifically in the blessed month of Ramadan, toward really wondering how I can be the difference that this world needs. Lady Khadija herself knew it was out of her sacrifice of her own wealth in terms of continuing to spread the message of morality and of love and of beauty and of justice of the Holy Prophet And finally, the third lesson that we learn from the life of Khadija in terms of how she became the beloved of the Prophet was just her open affection and love for him. The first point that we mentioned was in regards toward her support, in regards toward her consolation. The second in regards toward the sacrifice that she offered, specifically in terms of her wealth. And thirdly, her absolute and utter love for the Holy Prophet Muhammad And it's well documented according to historians that every time, for instance, that the Prophet would come back from any sort of his expeditions or any sort of his travels, Lady Khadija would stand in front of him and say, That surely my beloved has come home to me after his travel. And it is said that the Holy Prophet of God would embrace his, 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 his blessed wife. And in order to demonstrate her affection for him, she would even write lines of poetry. One of those lines of poetry that some of the scholars have narrated to us is that she would go toward the Prophet of God and she would say, O Ahmed, O Muhammad, that the women of Egypt, when they saw Yusuf, when they saw Joseph entering into the room, they began to cut their fingers as opposed toward cutting their fruits. But O Muhammad, if they were to see the beauty that you had on your face, they would have removed their hearts from their chest and cut them in half because of their love for you. Lady Khadija demonstrated this absolute love for her perfect husband, the holy messenger of God, Prophet Muhammad But in a lesson that we can perhaps really learn and think about and reflect on this day in which we commemorate her passing and the tragedy of her death, is that we need to also be performing an open display of the love of the Prophet of God وسلم, at every opportunity that we can. That doesn't mean that we go out and we tell everyone how much we love the Prophet but true love is to walk in the footsteps of that man. True love of the Prophet of God is to understand and be so affectionate toward his mercy and toward his love and toward his justice and toward everything that he worked toward establishing in those days after understanding who he is and understanding his life and understanding his character, and then think about, for instance, how I can be a man, how I can be a woman who goes out and illuminates the light of the Prophet ﷺ toward members in my family, toward my community. Because at the end of the day, true love is to walk in the footsteps of that man. On this day in which we mark the passing of this incredible lady, Khadija, the most beloved wife of the Prophet and amongst the most beloved of the Prophet of God in general, 
We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us amongst those who allow for us to know about her and by knowing about her, we truly understand the Messenger of God. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the tawfiq that we are able to be amongst those who make a change in the difference in the world in the same way that Khadija did. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to walk in the footsteps of God's greatest creation, the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Walhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahumma ala sayyidina wa nabiyina Muhammad wa ala ahla bayta tayyibina tahreen. Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook.